Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Jazz enable that's our scene. Step into the party. Disrupt the whole scene, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Would you believe Luke Moore's here? I like my sugar with coffee and cream. <laughs> oh, right. And the man who knows how to play that sax, it's Pete Donaldson. Good afternoon, Gamorans. And all of them. Yeah. All of them. Now, if I was to say the name Jordan Morris to you, you'd say, my goodness, he's played for the United States seven times, scoring one goal despite not actually being a professional footballer. That's amazing. It's impressive stuff. There's a lot of England players that look like that sometimes. <laughs> you know, the United States aren't bad. They're not they're better than us. Yeah. Us <laughs> yeah. being the English. Hamstrung by unprofessionals. That's right. <laughs> He's still at university, so he's only 21 years old. Well, that was the big thing with the, with the new FIFA game where they could not use some of the uh, female players because they were staying in university and that would have put their uh, college sponsorships, their scholarships okay. in, uh, in peril. More on FIFA mm. later. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big story. Yeah, that's the big FIFA news. That's this the week. big one. <laughs> well, if you could pick someone who isn't a professional footballer to play for a national team, who would it be, Jimbo? Well, I had a couple of ideas for this. I thought um, Blatter for Switzerland, but he's not allowed, yeah. is he? So. <laughs> not, yeah. for, not for until twenty twenty three. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like Zinedine Zidane, he's serving a ban. Yeah. yeah. The court for arbitration for sport notwithstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought maybe Donald Trump for the USA. Against Mexico, in Mexico. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be good. But, you know, yeah. I don't think that would be fair on the USA. Or Donald He'd Trump playing for some sort of exoplanet in a different solar system. <laughs> He'd, right? have, He'd have to build a really good defensive wall, wouldn't he? Because he's always going to know about that Mexican wall, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't like. That's yeah. true. Well, well, yeah. He likes a lot, rather. Yeah. I've got a few minutes to think of another answer. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're last. At least you're yeah, there. absolutely. And I've already got one. Good. Well, what I will actually go for... Uh, it's not even your answer. No. Like, oh. no. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I did it to Pete the other week. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm a monster. Thought stealer. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, who, the, the person I would really go for would be Benny Hill for England, because <laughs> you may remember the pace on the man was just absolutely... <laughs> no one could catch him. Just incredible. Yeah. No one could catch him. He was determined to chase a lost cause. We saw that. Yeah. Run, run around the nurses. He kept right running around. He could, never, he could never catch those nurses, though, could he? So well, yeah. Yeah, get he, the nurses, if anything. chase it. That yeah. is a relentless pressing game <laughs> yeah. from Hill. The gag and pr- the sex and press. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, milkman, press. the milkman press. <laughs> yeah. The yew tree press. Oh, yeah. He, he oh, never gave up a lost cause, did he? Jim? Absolutely. He's all about the seconds. And a lot of the Jamie Vardy about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Benny yeah, Hill it. for that's England. It. Sex yeah. pests yeah. should not be encouraged. Lovely. Plays the sexy football. Luke. Yeah. I've gone for a man of this parish. Oh, um, no. Mr. Pete Donaldson. Oh, what? <laughs> I would have Pete Donaldson. Are, are you saying I'm not in football? Is he going to have him no, play I'm not a professional, professional? Are you? Is he going to play? Surely for, you know that. Is he going to play for mm. Japan? No. Oh. Yeah, you, I'm going to tell you who he's going to play for next. But I'm first going to address a, a point of admin. You are not my man, a professional football player, whether you like it or not. <laughs> oh, he had a bloody good go. Now, good day, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I said good day. Um, I would take Pete playing for the micro nation yeah. of Ladonia. In southern oh, Sweden, this is a nice. real country. Having a little beer Hang at half time, lovely. Basically, a guy, yeah, a guy created um, some sculptures in like an isolated part of a nature reserve a few years ago, mm. and um, they were very, very uh, difficult to get to. And eventually, the authorities found out about them in their local council in Sweden and said, ruled them as buildings and said, we're, te- we're tearing those down. Right, they're not sculptures; they're buildings. We're tearing them down. Mm. So he said, "Well, fine. I'm, I'm declaring a micro nation of, of Ladonia in this particular area." Um, Ladonia, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm entitled to do it. Come at me, and bro. Since he, since then, he's managed to um, get fifteen thousand five hundred sixty-seven citizens, <laughs> none of which live in Ladonia <laughs> permanently, but have, yeah. have passports to the country, so they are technically citizens. Um, no, there's, what, there's only ever been one resident living there, and he's since moved away. Isn't so this like you're sea- definitely getting the team. Yeah, so you, should, you should definitely Isn't go this for like it. like that. Sealand, yeah, but Sealand is sort of like a disused military platform. Yeah, it's clearly yeah. not. Sea, but there's like ten yeah. people living on that. Ladonia has no one living. Would the Ladonia national? Would the Ladonia national anthem be? Yeah, they'd all be into it. I'd be well up for that. There you go. And that was going to be my final point. I know you would definitely be up for it. I'd be up for going. He'd be up for staying. He'd be an unused sub. No, he would be King Lad. He would be. I'm going to steal your answer. Why are you going at me? No, I'm going to just whirling around, hitting I've, anyone who's close to you. I've enjoyed, that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> You're like E Honda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you'd have a lovely time, and I think you'd be the king of the Ladonians. Yeah. Thank there, you very much, Luke, for that's okay. There's inducting a fo- me into the Ladonia <laughs> Hall of Fame. I, I did a bit of research into it earlier, as you can tell, and there is already a queen of Ladonia, and she's very attractive, so you, oh. I'm sure you'd love being the king. Lovely old mm. job. Mm. I mean, I don't think you inherit a <laughs> lady. I don't think you inherit a lady. To be fair, the place is called yeah, Ladonia, Ladonia. So that's going to happen anyway. That's probably the first thing that's going to happen. I'll say what I said earlier. Check the constitution, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Leave me out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, fair news. Um, Peter. Uh, I would probably go for uh, Paul Newman. Okay. okay, good. I know he's dead, yeah. but... No, don't worry well, about Benny that. Benny Hill's dead. <laughs> Benny Hill's dead, that's true. Um, I'm playing like Paul be- Newman, by the way. Because <laughs> Jesus Navas has got the most beautiful eyes in the world of football. Some of, yeah. And I would like... He's got two of them. Two of, yeah. <laughs> two of them, yeah. Uh, I would like a man to beat him on the eyes front, quite oh, frankly, because yeah. there aren't enough beautiful eyes in football. We've got beautiful pecs, he's got beautiful legs, he's got beautiful muscles, but where are the peepers? Yes. Uh, Wayne Rooney's got quite nice eyes. Yeah, he, he has, yeah, but they're, they're like two jewels in a... Bin, aren't they? Two jewels in a butcher's bin. Yeah, just <laughs> just strips of flesh yeah. with two 
cubic zirconias, the way we call Last them. Last time you called them two <laughs> sapphires in a potato, didn't you, or something like that? You've yeah. talked about this Have before. I talked about these beautiful eyes yeah. before? Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So you're going for Paul Newman. But, uh, I'm should, going for Paul Newman, it yeah. It should be said that Wayne Reed does have very, very nice eyes. You have to, you, listen, if you're going to stick it, stick the boot on him, which I fully intend to do later, <laughs> uh, <laughs> credit where it's due. Credit where it's due, in the eyes. Cornealy yes. impressive. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that is absolutely right. Any team, now, for my answer, any team needs... A man who, you know, first man on the team sheet. If, if he's mm. available, you put him on your first name in there. Go, okay, you, can, you can mould, you can mould everything around this man mm. uh, because he is really the centre of attention. He's that good. So it'd be Jeff Goldblum. Oh. <laughs> callback. It's a callback. Jim. Who's he playing for? Being the B team, wouldn't he? He's playing for he's all of the teams. They <laughs> <laughs> play for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone uh, wants a piece of that man. Now, uh, who's got the points? I, I think Luke has because he said Thanks. Pete. It's a lot of research. And I, yeah. I don't a lot of research and yeah. I like that yeah. so in a way you've helped Luke get the points that's your first assist I think <laughs> you're in the yeah. record books yeah. is this because I stole yours yeah. you're like really <laughs> leaving me out Donald Trump's not winning anything you're like no, really <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> thank um, you Luke do you know what? Before the Premier League, let's go to the FIFA house. Let's. It's uh, not a bazaar. <laughs> not a bazaar. This is FIFA house. Yeah. He's been banned. It's yeah. happened. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> we got them. Surely he got him because yeah. he set up the bloody thing. Yeah, yeah. he's absolutely yeah. stitched himself up. The, Incredibly the... amateurish, isn't it? Given how much he appears well. to have gotten away with for so long. Yeah. I, do you know what? I did think about that, Jim, in a, in a, you know, to, to re- remove kind of morality for a brief moment from this. If Sepp had quit as FIFA president and I think it was 06 and, uh, and 2011 that he took, said that he may have done that mm. he'd probably be okay this is what is interesting to me so in all this uh, all this affair yeah. the thing that's interesting to me on like a, on a human level yeah. is the way that human beings mm. invariably are just completely addicted to power so human yes. beings you could say you could say um, to set Blatter fairly easily a layman and any of us could say you know you're fine he's been given his poultry it's like 40,000 yeah. pounds mm. something like that right mm. he's clearly a very wealthy man You've been banned football for eight years. It's tempting just to say, well, so what? Yeah. You've done so much. You've had, yeah. you've had so much good times. Go away. Enjoy your life. You're 79 years old. Yeah. Have, enjoy your money. Enjoy your, your wealth and all that other stuff and do whatever you want to do for the rest of your days. Um, but he can't. And he can't because he's addicted to the power that job has afforded mm. him for the last however many years. It's and his whole identity, isn't it? It's yeah. of him, he doesn't yeah. have anything outside of it. He well, identifies with it absolutely well, people, 100%. The way he talks about FIFA and journalists have, have written about this, it's like he talks about a bride, his wife, yeah. his FIFA, you know. And, and, but you're right, you, you see films where you see uh, certain characters, all they want is their name in the history books. They want to be remembered for hundreds of years. Like, like when Tim yeah. Roth was in a little while ago. <laughs> <laughs> what was but it? you know, it was called, you know, you know that United one? Passions. Oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I was genuinely thinking of a decent Tim Roth film. <laughs> yeah, that was it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it in protest. Uh, but, I did, it's terrible. Yeah, good. You did it on behalf of us. Yeah. Did, yeah. And we appreciate that yeah. greatly. But that, but that is it, isn't it? That, that Sepp Blatter, he, you know, we would say he's after that Nobel Peace Prize and, and so on and so forth. But it, it is quite something. I mean, the thing is with Blatter, to actually play devil's advocate, around the world, he's not seen like what a lot of the West see him as. In Africa, mm. he's seen... And understandably so, as, as a guy who brought them a lot of football and a lot of funding. Now, of course, that funding was was uh, you know ended up in the wrong places and so on and so forth. But 
but actually, you know, David Conn wrote an excellent article about this, and, and, and you know, Andrew Jennings wrote very well about it in, in Foul, that book about FIFA. So that Stan, piece of trash. Yeah, exactly. White trash, it. I think it was called. Yeah. But, uh, but the former FIFA president before <coughs> Joao Havalangi, when it all started to change, was Sir Stanley Rails, an Englishman. Yeah. But he was, he, he was a bit of a colonialist, really. Of course. And gave Africa nothing. It was a very long time yeah. ago. It was an awful long time. It was 74, I think, it changed hands, or certainly in the it 70s. It was 74, I think. Yeah. yeah, and Havalangi came in and promised, you know, with the help of... Uh, uh, what's his name? Dassler, the guard, one of the Adidas. Oh, it was Horst Dassler, wasn't it? Horst Dassler, yeah, the other brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they, they, you know, started to revolutionise the game and take it everywhere. But of course, they got support from the other places because they were getting a bit of love for what mm. they hadn't before. But there would have been big but, like, amounts of money and, and dodgy dealings. But to bring it back to the present day, Marcus, the sorry, thing, yeah, the thing that's, I was getting there. Yeah, but, okay. Okay. I was, I was fine. You I wasn't doing memory lane, but you know, um, if we're going to talk about corruption in FIFA, we only got, we only got about. I, an I hour. do apologise. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. The staggering thing about it is the arrogance of it, right? So clearly that payment has been made mm. and it wasn't um, properly legislated for and it wasn't invoiced or the paper trail wasn't there. But the arrogance of it is that Blatter is clearly thinking, to, to my mind, he's clearly thinking, well, I generally sort of do what I want. Yep. The, the ethics committee I essentially appointed, mm-hmm. they're never going to find against me. He but said what, they're not listening to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. But, but the, thing, the key thing is that when the, I, I happen to think, from what I've read behind the scenes, the FBI applying a lot of pressure both to the Swiss government and, and FIFA generally, mm. to say, look, I, I my impression of it is, just pin something on him. Well, Get I, him out I, of here. I, I just, you can choose whatever you want. Yeah. TV rights, rights yeah. image yeah. rights. Uh, Car parking bribes, phones. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> pin something on but this I, guy. I, I just think it's FIFA insulating themselves. You know what I mean? If you if you get if they get rid of him, like a full guy, they the best they won't they, carry on. they won't be uh, yeah. They can carry on pretty much. This isn't no, just but a lot of people have fallen. Though. This isn't not enough. Clearly, I mean, it's well, only the main the main two that everyone's gone up in arms about. So I mean, far though, this is before the FBI even bring anything in. Well, that's what I mean. But they're gonna go softer than the. If he was still at the helm, Probably, clearly, yeah. and the the only hope is that Sep goes down swinging and start and, and starts um, you know whir- whirling yeah. around like you Bringing did earlier on in the opening question, Marcus. <laughs> did you um, <laughs> did you see his mad post verdict press conference? He looks mm. like I don't take any. I personally don't take any pleasure from seeing an elderly man looks like he's not slept for months and in a terrible state and, and all this other stuff. He's like a strange combination of old, doddery old man and sort of an, an, an adolescent man-child. I don't take any he's pleasure personally. He's very sharp, though. The state not. he looks like today, and, and clearly in a lot of trouble, both emotionally and it looks like physically. But the other side of it is, you know, he's got to ultimately pay for the crimes he's committed, yeah. and, 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 and that's right and proper. But the thing is, he's not accepting any culpability. He's, no, he he's isn't. Still that's just, and that, that's fair what's to say. absolutely astounding about it, is the, the arrogance of it, is that he's just insisting that all these things are nonsense, and even, you know, the ethics committee he set up himself have the power to do the things they're doing, and he's now claiming that they don't, and he actually booked that room as a private citizen, apparently, yeah. um, and held a press conference in there, and he brought his own ball. He brought an Adidas My ball head. to it's, stick in front of actually himself. actually quite so tragic in a way. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It reminds me of that Simpsons episode where, um, where Mr Burns goes completely <laughs> mad in his casino. Uh, it's oh, yeah. just that same the spruce sort of thing. The, yeah, the spruce moves. With all the That's Germans. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Based on how it's, it's, but he's got the disposition of a... Yeah. Uh, a dictator of a small nation, hasn't he? Mm, yeah. And he really can't understand why this is going on because, again, uh, just to kind of end there, pick up, not, not completely, but 
where I left off. But, you know, when, when Blatter took over, he then took the game around the world. And the game it is a more globalised game now. And that has been, you know, a lot of benefits have happened to football under Blatter's watch. It's not all been bad. It's it's true. And everyone's danced to his tune. Everyone's danced to his kind yeah. of slightly moody, grey uh, yeah. financial well, the uh, politics. Which is, the, the FA is not blameless. They went as far as they could in English yeah. law yeah. when it comes to romancing well, other, well, other yeah. FAs well, when, around the world. When Panorama aired that documentary into Coracle yeah. FIFA, they came out and said this is anti-British. Yeah. yeah. And look, look at how much of it... Remember, it was on the, it was on the eve of the vote, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, the, uh, and everyone was up in arms about, mm. oh, you've, you've spoilt the, the, the World Cup's We've not going to go no to England now. now. We've got no well, chance and, now. And, yeah. and Andrew Jennings should really... For the work he's done over these years, he should be given something in the honours list, should he not? Yeah. Amazing, amazing achievement. He won't, though, will he? No, As, imagine he him getting... But he should. Yeah, he'd, he'd throw it in the Thames. He would, well, fine. <laughs> you know what he would. You Give know him the option of throwing it. Give <laughs> him a chance to reject it, that'd be great. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but he know, won't be because of these aforementioned reasons. The other thing for, on the on the Platini side of it as well is that... Um, well, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> clearly, like, Platini is going to miss out on one of the things he was reportedly most looking forward to in his, in his whole post retirement career which mm. is watching mm. the Euros um, at, at in France in his own summer. country and yeah. he's not going to be able to do that now he won the Euros in his own country and yeah. then, and he was meant to organise it and, and, and mm. sit back and watch bring the whole it thing. home really. exactly, yeah. exactly he was part of the committee for 98 as well though ok um, but Still. I think I think he, he, was he wasn't the head of UEFA he, he was I think he was probably planning on overseeing no he was part of the bid committee yeah, okay, right, yeah. um, but he, he he was clearly planning on sitting there as the head of FIFA yeah, of course um, when the Euros are playing in France and sort of lording over his own domain and all that mm. stuff, and then now he's going to be well, like I say, caught for arbitration for sport notwithstanding. But that's not that appeal is not going to be heard and well, sorted by next summer. He's not going to be able to go anywhere near it. Him mm. and Blatter, it's like Blair and Brown. You know, the way they <laughs> yeah. came in together and all the rest of it and ran the whole show and then uh, turned yeah, on each yeah. other and started trying to stab each other. What's really interesting about it is that um, you know, as we, we touched on earlier, this oddly sort of pathetic defence of, of what that payment is. Just so, no convincing explanation for what well, it. That's why they've been done at all. But no, but. I mean, I mean, what, I think what's happened is Qatar was so ridiculous, like so over the top <laughs> ridiculous. Blatter, Blatter wasn't in favour, as we know. Yep. I think it's because he was. Yeah, like, he was only not in favour because he didn't want Plastin to be so powerful. Yeah, but also, I think part of it was like, oh, we're not going to get away with this China, one. It's, it's too US. too much. Sorry, US then um, China. But basically, they were they got away with what they did for so long because they were in a position where they could self-govern. Yeah. So it didn't matter how stupid it was, but mm. they overshot to the point but where people it, from outside but is, come isn't in. Blatter's, it's like isn't Blatter's main argument is that uh, under Swiss law, a verbal agreement is enough for that amount of... But yeah, but it's so weird. That, that, that only it? lasts for five years. Yeah, this right. is the, this so is by the his thing, own defence, that's just I, wrong. I can't understand. Why did it take eight or nine years for him to invoice because it? They, because they clearly just wanted to find... Because, because he, as far as we can make out... But it's that invoice that's, that's done them. No, but yeah, absolutely. The only reason they've started to talk about making some sort of um, paper trail arrangement <laughs> to it is because I know they're getting investigated for it. But you're right about Platini and Blatter being in cahoots because... But essentially, um, Platini helped Blatter see off Lenny Johansson for FIFA presidency. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, in return, Blatter helped Platini topple Johansson for UEFA presidency. Johansson was meant to be a decent got, leader. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I don't Who know knows? Much about but that's, him, what, but that's, that's essentially what, what happened. Yeah, it's easy in hindsight to say. It, either better. way, we all enjoyed Blatter's Nelly style plaster. <laughs> yes, we yeah. did. Which, we certainly which did. Nelly, in many ways, he used to wear it um, so that his friend City Spud used to uh, in jail. watch him from jail. 
Yeah. So I'm just thinking the blatter's just trying to butter up the, the homeboys in lockdown. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first rule of prison is you get in the prison mess hall yeah. and you give yeah. two million dollars to the biggest guy. Well, and you then shake, you shake the biggest guy on the chow line. Yeah, all, all that. Everyone knows you that you mean yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. He, I, it may not go to those kind of prisons. No, maybe you, not. I'll tell you, <laughs> luxury could, um, prison, FIFA prison. Yeah. He built his they own prison. FIFA jails. Probably like that one in Narcos. Yeah, they built one at FIFA house especially for it. But I think I think it all leads back to the point that we said at the start. You know. If he quit in 2006 after that World Cup, or even after Africa, quit while you're ahead. You go away, and as you say, Luke, he can his his uh, reputation would be fine. That, but he stayed too long at the fair, and that always happens. The fallibility. And the FBI shut down the fair. The fallibility of humans. Like yes. The guy who stole a million pound by cheating on who wants to be a millionaire. Absolutely. Yeah. If he had just gone for half a million, that's right. No one would have said a damn mm, thing. That's yeah. right. That's Flew absolutely too close right. to the sun. He certainly did. And just to finish, it, 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 it must be. Pretty horrible for people who are a little bit older seeing Michelle Platini, one of football's greats. It would be yeah. the equivalent but, of us seeing Zidane in 20 yeah. years' time. But, I think, which possibly could happen. But I think, <laughs> but, but I think the narrative. I think the narrative is so is such because Platini was such a, a, a celebrated player mm. and in the consciousness of of the modern human. Yeah. Uh, and you know, um, Blatter was just now. He looks like an old fat man sure. now, and he yeah. used to be a decent goalkeeper. And what was he Switzerland? He played. In, uh, I don't think he ever played at any level. But no. well, either either way, I think it, the narrative is very different because he's a little bit more sprightly, and, and you remember his. Oh, I think his people want to. Give, I think people want to give Platini more yeah. a chance because they remember the player. Mm. But someone wrote but a really good piece. It, someone no. wrote a really good piece on it. Uh, I read today. I forget where it was now actually, but it, they said that you know Platini's always used to playing by his own rules, like yep. because he is such a great player, such a gifted player. Mm-hmm. Sort of do what he wanted. Surrounded by yes men. Yeah, mm. and there's probably that to it as well. But Jose Mourinho's out of a job. He could step in there. <laughs> <laughs> do an admin job. Yeah, he could do. An admin job. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, yeah, let's move on to the Premier League then, shall we? Um, well, uh, the Chelsea players have already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. It's like three minutes. Three minutes to forget. Back to normal. <laughs> Business as usual. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. You know what, actually? We're going to go to the Premier League after this. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin. And when I'm not banging my tube... I'm listening to the football ramble. The football ramble. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I like we had a, did a big talk about FIFA corruption. We will be mentioning the football ramble Christmas special at the end. Do buy that. It's yeah. two million pounds. Of gold. Of all your finest. Of all your gold. Chelsea, they won 3-1 against Sunderland. Goose Hiddink watched on. The Chelsea fans let their feelings be known. This, for me, was one of, if not the most fascinating situation of the season, yeah. where the Chelsea were performing probably the... I mean, there's, they've had one or two decent results, but probably the certainly in the top three performances of the season it was much better. domestically mm. yet um, the fans were like turning up after like 20 unhappy, minutes or something yeah. it was I, astounding wasn't it I, I actually give the fans a bit of credit there mm. because they if never they... get any any other time <laughs> <laughs> for well, obvious no, but, reasons but we, we've you know been a bit um, harsh they, on Chelsea we've fans give, we've given them credit for supporting Mourinho but we have yeah. manager. But, mm. they've, but they've carried on with that and actually if they believe that what they're seeing on the pitch there is players who are suddenly caring because the manager's gone. They think, like we said on the preview show last week, was it, or the week before, if the, if they if, if suddenly Mourinho goes, oh, now you try, do you? Well, mm, why don't you play yeah. for the shirt? Play for yourself and play for us. Well, I, I wonder if that's the, the reaction is maybe not a little too far the other way, like with the bed sheets, with like, was it three rats cost yeah. Fabregas okay, and Fabregas and Az? I don't know, that's a bit... You can, I, I I'm not saying. talking about Why the details. Why is Fabregas? He's just having a terrible season. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and he's always back Mourinho. But Marcus, yeah. Marcus's point is, so, is a sound one, which is essentially 
essentially that. There are more. There is more than one reason you play as a professional footballer. Mm. You don't just go, oh, well, I don't like the manager, so that's that. It's not about that, and it shouldn't be about that. And the, and the difference in performance, and not only the difference in performance, but from what I saw, and I didn't see the whole game, but from what I saw, the difference in work rate was actually a bit shameful. Mm. Yeah. Because... And, and Chelsea fans are right to, 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 to stick to their guns. Obviously, Mourinho's not coming back. But I, I think you should support your team. I, well, I've always said that, and we've always said in this show, you have the right to boo your team if you pay to buy a ticket and sit in, sit in the stadium. But you should also acknowledge that it's not going to help your team. And mm. if you make a conscious decision to do that, it's up to you. But I, I applaud them for sticking to their guns to an extent. And, 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 and the players should take the lion's share of the blame for that because I think that was actually quite shameful the way they reacted. Terry said yeah, that. I think it's absolutely a point uh, on the work rate. But I think what is quite interesting is um, they just looked, looked a bit more creative. And I wonder fluid, if part yeah. of the problem under Mourinho was that he likes to have very creative players that he then makes play in a very sort of stifled, narrow way so that they've got that X factor. But they it worked last special. season. Oh, come on. I, don't know, if, I don't know if that's, that's a no, point. But, I mean, yeah. look, look at Oscar. He's, he's a, it was a great example. He had a very free game. He played brilliantly. And I think if you are one of those players, if you're a player like Oscar or whoever, and you know, you're used to playing a sort of creative type of football, you feel that's your best football. If that's if you're being forced to not play like that, as adds another another point, you would probably get frustrated and think, hang on, am I am I missing the best years of my career here? And I'm not excusing it for a moment, because it's an absolute disgrace the lack of effort they've put in. But I wonder if that was part of the thinking behind the players. Well, I, mm. as, as Luke said last season, they did put in some good performances. Oh, yeah, and but, I mean, as, as we've play. seen with Mourinho though, his style does wear players yeah, down after a while. It was he clearly, as they say, lost the dressing room. I don't yeah. know whether that was to do with tactics or whether to do with Canero, but whether to do, even if he wasn't case, talking Mark, to some it, it players. It was too many things at once. I think wasn't there, there was a lack of communication. I'd, I'd heard that he, he, he communications had broken down between him and some of the players. <laughs> but I still, I, I, I accept that, and but I still think they should have had enough. Yeah, better than this. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Of course they shouldn't. Uh, but this is the trouble for. A, a, a board of a football club they look at the situation and go well we can't sack all the players what, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you do here's a man and I, th- I think actually to be fair to Abramovich and the board they've given Mourinho time they've given him time to try and rectify that it's clearly not happened and they sort of think Tsh. I feel sorry for Big Sam I feel well I always sorry, feel sorry for Big Sam he was looking forward points. to three points yeah. Yeah. fire him on Monday <laughs> <laughs> at least Mourinho can have a Christmas yeah. it'd be a sickener if he got sacked in uh, on, on Boxing yeah, Day exactly yeah. Yeah, crying out loud it is, it is a fascinating one. I mean, Hiddink's going to come in and, and you know... But, Hiddink... they, but the players played like there was a weight removed from their shoulders and, and, yeah. and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went on a bit of a run now because Hiddink, is, is, as we said last week... Is the fun um, over? I think us, it might be, yeah. I think so. <laughs> we said on Friday, didn't we, that, um, that Chelsea have got a very, very good record under interim managers. It has seemed yeah. to happen an awful lot and most of them walk away with a trophy. So I'm not saying that Chelsea will get a trophy this season because um, realistically, what is it? The, the FA Cup's probably the only one open mm, to them. No, there's a, they've had a huge, huge boost to their Champions League chances because if you look at the Premier League table, Spurs are saying fourth. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah that is true. true. It's, it's, what do you reckon? It's in the stars that they're going to win it. it could be, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a sign. <laughs> yeah. It could, could yeah. well be. I thought that, you know, Mourinho obviously losing his job and uh, Benitez coming under fire. Little swapsies. Yeah, but once again. I mean, it's a long season. It, it is. Could, could yet happen. <laughs> it is going to. Well, yeah. I think Chelsea. The, the chat is that they may be looking at Simeone for the uh, you know summer. It'd be an and, exciting and one. To, a similarly exciting appointment. It's a similar type of manager to Mourinho. To me, so I'm is, not sure. To me, that is of all the managers we've heard talk. I mean, I, th- I think we. 
Ancelotti's agreed to go to Bayern Munich now, hasn't he, anyway? Mm. But all the managers I've seen linked with Chelsea, I think Simeone, for me, feels like the most, most natural fit. Yeah. It mm. would, but he's a well, similar it's, type of... Well, it's a personality appointment, isn't it, really, rather mm. than a, uh, a tactical one well, he in, in many ways. He plays similar stuff to Mourinho. He's won a lot with Atletico, mm. which is tough in that, you know, in that supposed duopoly. But he, he, fits, he seems to fit them, I think. Mm. I think he fits them more than someone like Guardiola does. It was like you said last week, like Pep Guardiola is less of a fit for the Premier League because it's not a very... It's not as tactical a league. I think that would be fascinating with Guardiola mm. in there mm. because I think uh, what I said was I think was that he is probably the most tactical of the top managers and the Premier League is the least tactical mm. league. Especially this this year. Every, like yeah. the, the passing game out of the window. This yeah. is not yeah. a Pep Guardiola league right now. Anyone wants to tell it's me what It's 4-4-2, tactical. counter-attack, well, if Guardiola, if Guardiola, I mean, he loves to find space as we saw his <laughs> Barcelona sides used to do. Where they would they would like a ball constrictor, people would liken them to just mm. gently looking at the defence, and the defence have a little gap there. Boom, they're there. Yeah, you're in there, and, yeah. and it's just like, and, and the more you know, with the ball constrictor, the more you breathe in and out, the more it suffocates. It's yeah. a horrible way yeah. that they operate. And so, if if Guardiola came to the Premier League, uh, you know, as it was pointed out recently, um, that in the other leagues, the other top leagues. It, it's a battle to find space. You need to look for it. Whereas the Premier League, it just sort of appears here yeah. and there. Yeah. And you've got to have the fitness and the and the and the quickness to get in the well, space look, look when who's it's top there. Of the league. Well, there you yeah. are. Yeah, it's absolutely right. The Tinker Man. The Space Invade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there there is something that I mean. Gary Lineker tweeted: "The more football I watch, and I watch a lot, the more I think the importance we give to managers slash coaches is a myth. It's all about players. Whereas actually, um, a, a journalist mate of mine, Kristen Hennage, was saying on the radio recently that." What Leicester and uh, Watford have done, they've invested more in a manager rather than the players. Mm. Because mm. if that manager can spot the space and, and have a little shuffle of the pack and tactics, all you need to do is get those players. You've got to get that message to the players. You've got to have a happy camp, which clearly it is at Leicester and Watford. And those players, maybe you don't need top draw players, but you've but the, got to you have a decent squad rather than a spectacular squad. But, but that that tweet from Gary Lee does remind remind uh, me of something I would say on this ramble. So I go and I've forgotten everything that's happened in football before this season. <laughs> This is the best goal I've ever seen ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he may yeah. be like, like, beyond success and crisp. <laughs> he, he may be being... I, I, I very much value those contributions. True. Lineker <laughs> might be being sarcastic. I used it as a, as a launch pad yeah. into what I was going to say. Thank you very I, much, I, I Gary. Don't agree with, if he is being serious, I don't agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely to see him so happy. It is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, five of the top eight teams in the Premier League are from London. Chelsea letting the capital down, of course. Uh, two are from Manchester, but the one on top of the pack is from Little Leicester. Mm. Top of the league at Christmas. Mm. Doesn't matter what tonight with Arsenal Manchester City yeah. <laughs> relentless it is, they could be four points top. If, if Arsenal City draw tonight I think they could be top by four points I mean it is yeah, extraordinary talk that, to the keister I, I shall uh, <laughs> they beat Chelsea obviously they've beaten Les, uh, Everton away 3-2 what did we say what did we say on this show they've got four tough games coming up they go to Anfield uh, on Boxing Day yeah. yeah that could be that has Premier League classic I think they'll win that all over I it. think they'll win it are they going to lose it 4-3? It's going to, it and the decline like it's going to be one of those games, doesn't it? <laughs> and that's the thing for Leicester. What does happen when they lose? Can they bounce back? What we've seen in individual games, they're not affected at all if they concede. You, can you, they carry that over? I agree. That's the one question mark over them is, is the bounce-back ability factor. to quote They've shown everything so far. But they have. It's brilliant. They've scored in every game this season. Mm. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I think Mahrez <laughs> get... and Vardy level on goals now. It's like 15 each. If they score a goal in every game for the rest of the season, they should get some sort of award anyway. Mahrez <laughs> and, yeah. and Vardy have to be, it has to be uh, football writers or, or play, the, the players of the year so. so far. If it, it continues, 
Um, Okazaki, though, he's getting involved. They're like the, the, the Messi, Suarez and Neymar, the Premier League, though, <laughs> aren't they? They're absolutely magnificent. And they're all playing for each other. And it's, yeah. the great thing about it is, and it touches on something we mentioned a week or two ago about Manchester City, about all those players desiring to get in that team. Because what happens is, when Man City lose a player or two, it seems to me that they've got weak links in there, and those players aren't using that mm. as, a, as, a, as a shop window to say, look, pick me every week. Yeah. But yeah. Leicester is absolutely the opposite. Okazaki knows... I've got to work really hard to get in this team. And you've got Joa like, there as well. Yeah, yeah but Okazaki particularly came in fairly recently yeah. with a decent reputation. He's an international footballer as well. He wants to get in that team, mm. but he can't have any complaints about not being in at the moment, which means he's heavily motivated when he does get a chance to score, and he mm. is scoring. He's yeah. doing okay. But you would imagine Ranieri's again dealing with that situation fairly well it was like it's, it's, it's such of the sort of the Pellegrinis mm. you know Diego Forlan said about Pellegrini I would go into a, a, a meeting with him to ask him why he wasn't playing me for a particular match 15 minutes later I'd come out agreeing with his decision and yeah. happy you yeah. know and you would imagine Ranieri is the type of manager that can you, that, that I, can do that I lo- the thing I love about Leicester more than anything else is they will four, trade four, with you in terms of a bo- <laughs> like a, like a, a boxer in boxing you get a boxer and a fighter they're just yeah. like a fighter they'll trade with you in the middle yeah. of the ring they'll stand punch you take mm. a punch, punch you back, take a punch. And, and then they win. Yeah, yeah, but then, <laughs> at the moment it's working. What I would say though is uh, sadly in sport that kind of style, it may win you a title once in a blue well, moon they or something like one that. Title, well, they, they, and they do and we, and we certainly hope, as, as I'm sure most neutrals do, that they can get there. But that style, it does have, uh, there is an end of the road but if it's going to happen any season, it will happen this season. Every, this season's been crazy. Yeah. Every player in that team, uh, Luke is talking about comp- competitiveness for every single place on that field. They're all playing yeah. Yes. For however many matches they got to play every mm-hmm. season to get that winner's medal. I think Robert Hoos was out at the weekend and they mm-hmm. were talking about how he's going to be a big miss, he's going to be a big uh, miss in the defensive unit. Mm-hmm. Didn't right, we're because who's out? We will concede a couple, <laughs> yeah. so we will need at least three. three. Yeah, yeah, right, good. But I think um, I, I tried to, to look this up, and I couldn't find anything to say that Gokhan Inler is injured. He's not. Uh, he's anyway. not getting the team. But, but that's astounding. <laughs> he played. I think he played. He certainly played in the game against Hull in the League Cup, which they went out on penalties. They drew one all. He played in that game, but he can't get in the team. But is it fair to say you, he can't get Inler in the team? No. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, say that yeah, way if you want. Would, yeah. would be accurate. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, hey, it wasn't the only away win in the Premier League because Norwich City went to, went to Lowell Trafford and uh, 1-2-1. I mean, my goodness. Uh, nice goal from Jerome to get things Yeah, going. it was. He really powered that through. He's a funny one, Jerome, isn't he? He's one mm. of those guys where you think, is he is he really good enough for the Premier League? I'm really sometimes pleased. he looks like he is and sometimes he looks a bit off the pace, but he just would... There was no way in hell he wasn't scoring That's that. right. There and were like, four defenders around him. He was like, no, this is I'm my pleased turn. for him to get a goal well, on Trafford. Yeah. I'm happy for Deserve him to receive it. credit for what you guys have said, but I do need to say that the defending <laughs> in that goal was oh, absolutely... How soft. Oh, yeah. my goodness. From a team who've got such... A, actually, that's the one area of the pitch they've been pretty decent this season is at the, in the back. It was it was bo- ticking all the boxes for mm. how not to defend. It was like mistimed tackles at yeah. stupid moments, positionally poor, yeah. turning the wrong way. The goalkeeper then makes an error. I mean, I don't... There was probably about four, possibly five chances to stop that being a goal. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> but I think, to be fair to Jerome, he powered through them all. He was very pacey, very strong, and he just he made himself a nuisance, and he forced those mistakes from them. But to play devil's advocate, can, being strong and determined should, should not, not be, be enough, enough. to get you a goal all time. <laughs> but, yeah, but he made that work to his advantage yeah. and credit to him, is what I'm saying. Otherwise, <laughs> The Rock would score like 30 <laughs> goals a season. The first 20 minutes, Man United were absolutely pelting them, but they just soaked up the pressure and then hit them on the break yeah, twice. Yeah. And... and I think the second goal as well. A teddy toe punt. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the build-up <laughs> to that goal with the Rooney mistake. 
But did you, the Rooney Carrick sort of coming? Was it Rooney and Carrick or Rooney and Fellaini coming together? Remember. Two of them certainly came together anyway. Uh, and it involved Rooney. Easy to get Rooney and Fellaini. Yeah, it's surprising, it? Yeah, but Rooney was definitely involved. <laughs> did uh, he have beautiful eyes? He, I couldn't see from the distance. Okay. He he lost the ball, Rooney. Bear in mind, he's the club captain. Yeah. Right. He lost the ball, and there was a good a good amount of time between that and the ball hitting the back of the net. And Rooney just stood in the centre circle. Do you know when Rooney used to get really angry and run after him and yeah. commit a horrible yeah. foul? I prefer <laughs> doesn't that. Even, doesn't maybe even do that. Maybe it's tactical, though. Maybe that's where Van Gaal wants him. If you, but, but there's no <laughs> tactics about being the club captain and not working hard to well, try and yeah. win the ball back after you've lost it. Marcus, that, am I right in saying that is like the goal? If you win your under nines, right? <laughs> you oh, lose you the know, ball. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, Marcus, if you're at the under nines, what's that all about, mate? I'm shouting, track back! Yeah. <laughs> Stop punching! <Yeah. laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. If Wayne Rooney tracks back, busts a gut to bring him down and takes a yellow, they draw that game one all. That's what you need to say. Maybe, well, uh, maybe. They do. They do draw that game one Just throw your show at him. Yeah. <laughs> they, would have opened up. they would have opened up somewhere else. But yeah, but it, but I don't it, think Rooney should be anywhere near that. We've team, seen a little chink in Van Hal's armour, though, haven't we? Oh, where we he have. said he admitted that his job could be on the line. Well, what's really interesting is that Mourinho, Mourinho, Mourinho waiting is in the wings. such a wrecking ball. Yeah. But he's only been out of a job for a couple of days. And suddenly Van Hal's under loads <laughs> that was of the pressure. Jo- he wanted that one. He yeah. took the Chelsea job because that one went to Moyes. That's what happened with Rodgers. It happens in football all the time. As soon as they realised they could sound out Klopp, I know Klopp was out of a job anyway, but as soon as they got a little. A feeler that Klopp was interested is gone. But yeah, but Van, but Van Hal, there's been talk of this for a while. But can you imagine how much money Van Hal take home? Like he's, he's not even <laughs> that long into the job. Good God! I'll tell you your point. He'll Marcus. just spend it on underperforming players, though. <laughs> <laughs> to hang out with him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Them. That clean is useless. I don't why either. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to admit though, if if they're thinking about or wondering about whether to fire Van Gaal or not, and then they know they can get Mourinho easily. That yeah. is going to affect the decision. Mm. Absolutely. If, oh, I, yeah. if Mourinho is a manager they admire, which, by the way, I'm not completely convinced he is, but say he is, yeah. then that's going to affect the decision. It's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? Because Chelsea obviously wanted Mourinho there for a good few years, like we talked about, yeah. especially on the preview show. Uh, Manchester United want Van Hull there for the three years. I think it's a three-year contract. He's what, a year and a half into it. Yeah. And so he can uh, get, bring through Ryan Giggs and maybe they have an option to promote within when Van Hull was to leave. Mm. But, you know... Chelsea, that's all gone to pot. And Manchester United, it lo- looks like that they may have a bit of a messy situation on their hands. Yeah. The difference is Manchester United are very much in the mix still. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I also but, wonder, does Guardiola play a factor? We don't know where he's going yet. Well, uh, is it Rummenigge, the Bayern, um, C- not CEO, but, or one of the big boys yeah. uh, at Bayern, uh, former player, of course, he says that he thinks Guardiola knows where his next club's going to be. Mm. Now, if that's the case... You'd be surprised if it was Chelsea. Going on that, going on that alone, you'd be surprised if it was Chelsea. Yeah. You'd be surprised if it was Manchester United. Mm. It would leave Manchester City. Well, he's got links with. It's, the, yeah, it's all set up for him at Manchester City, City isn't it? Yeah. And, and also, if you look at like the main problem with Manchester United uh, uh, from the fans' perspective <clears> is it's not effectively that they are in the chasing pack. They're doing a lot better than they were last season, um, but they're not playing very attractive football. Now yeah. that's the same criticism yeah. that's been levelled at <clears> at um, Mourinho at Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. But the, the difference really is really rigid, sort of just really just nick a goal and nick a goal football. But the difference is they're getting poor results now. Mm. It's, it, you can just about say, no, we're better off than we were last season. You know, we're still in third, second, whatever it may I, be. I, I they're out of the Champions League and, and they had a yeah. reasonably straightforward group as things go. And now they've just been beaten at home to Norwich, it, having been beaten by Bournemouth the other week as well. And Man United, not a little bit of a victim of circumstance as well, in a way that they have a fairly outdated philosophy around management compared to how the the, the the game works these days. Because people will say Maria doesn't fit. Now, there's a number of reasons Maria doesn't fit, and I agree with most of them. But actually, 
Other than the fact that he sort of brings young players through on quite well and he's a good manager, Guardiola doesn't really fit either. He doesn't stick around anywhere long. Well, yeah. that's and, it. And well, United he falls out. a legacy. Well, and they're few, not going to get one here. Few managers do now. That's the problem. Yeah, that's it? what I'm saying. But so it's, it's outdated. Well, it, well it, it, it seems to be like quite heavy on the old personality because Guardiola, the, everybody at Bayern will ha- hold their hands up and say, this guy tactically is a genius. He is like nothing we've seen before. Mm. But he falls out with everybody at Bayern. Mm. Apparently, they're, they're all, yeah. they're, they're, they all find him a bit funny and he's a bit unpopular and so on and so forth, which is why they'll love having having Ancelotti there because mm. Ancelotti he's a decent manager okay he's not you know Guardiola is probably in a little league of his own look at, at the, the eyebrow but the eyebrow's there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you've got the eyebrow mm. you've yeah. got some straight away you got him by the jaffers exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's very much he pops the cork come on in we'll talk tactics <laughs> yeah. and you're going to have a lovely time and you're going to learn and he's <laughs> not going to wear a cardigan with a suit jacket and he's not going to be no. wearing the shoes <laughs> he's not going to have a <laughs> we've done parties in the office yeah. we're next come on we're next come on uh, bus stop Let's all right, Should we talk? Speaking, of, speaking of like really <laughs> awkward, easy. difficult comedies to watch, what yes. about Watford Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> Watford, man, they, they're so good, aren't they? Um, three nil, three ruddy nil. Uh, did, did you think that Klopp thought that he was still managing Dortmund? I've no idea. Because it's the right <laughs> colour, isn't it? <laughs> Yellow I'm, and black. I would very much like to see a situation, not necessarily with um, with Liverpool per se for any reason, but a situation where Klopp, who's clearly a very, very popular man, yes. but doing imagine if he was so popular, everyone loved him, because they do still love him, and rightly so, because mm. he's fairly new and he's a likeable character, but imagine if he was just doing like an absolutely terrible job. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't know what to do. No. Right. We really love Jurgen Klopp, but we're like second from bottom of the Premier League. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's March. He's doing yeah. a ring and ring of roses in the centre <laughs> <Yeah>. circle. <laughs> it's perfect. He's uniting the cop. Because there was absolutely no excuse for. Um, Bogdan. Oh, wow. The defensive <laughs> display, for me, it was a textbook example of a, a defensive unit not having any confidence in the yeah. goalkeeper, right? And I understand why that occurs. But I mean, Watford could have scored another couple. Imagine if Liverpool had lost five 0 to Watford. They were promoted <laughs> last season. They got beaten three 0 Yeah, you know, bad enough. Yeah. It is but bad enough. At least just watch the Agalos scoop finds for crying out loud. Oh. Yeah. He does that every match. Does it, it a reason? Yeah, defenders on his backside yeah. immediately. Yeah. The best, the best, Ugh. the best attacking players in the Premier League are, are Mares and Vardy and Dini and Agalos <laughs> at the moment. It's, it's it's really is quite. Is it? Vardy and Dini up front for England in the Euros. <laughs> no one would be able to deal with it. No. The thing with that is they sort of fulfil the same role in the in the in the mm. duo, though, don't they? Yeah. So yet another reason I no can't. combination of players will work for England. <laughs> yeah, that's like the man who is. If both those teams had all English players, yeah. it still would make all Gerard again. Yeah. I, I did like at half time in the Watford game that the stadium announcer said to the crowd that as things stand, we're one point off the Champions League. Great stuff. <laughs> at half time. Love it. At, At half time, time yeah. against a club like yeah. Liverpool. We'll really. close this one out, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but but the results were so kind to Liverpool. Three points would have done them a world of good. Oh, they just did not grab all of that opportunity at all. The Premier League's going to be won by, with about 52 points this season. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Firmino, what is that man now? I'll tell you who, who deserves it. What is that he man? He shift against Man City and that's him. If, yeah. if you're dishing out criticism for, for Liverpool players... False Don Firmino. The people you've got to put ahead of Firmino are... The, Obviously, Adam Bogdan, which is unfortunate. Mm. Um, I would, I would have um, Simon Mignolet's surgically removed hamstring oh, yeah. <laughs> on its own yeah. in the Liverpool kit over him, and I yeah. don't particularly rate Mignolet, Mignolet. by the way. Yeah. Um, Maybe just a kit pegged to the neck. But we could, yeah, that, that would probably be more effective. Um, I think though, if you're going to dish out a criticism for four play, Benteke. 
Oh. Ben Takei looks like a shadow of a man he was. But Klopp clearly doesn't like him, though. Like, Klopp doesn't like him, yeah, like, Klopp, Klopp doesn't like him and I think it's just, his head's dropped, I think, yeah. a little bit. But, I mean, Firmino comes off for Ben Teke. It's like, how bad has Ben Teke got to be in Klopp's eyes not to play him over I him? Think he, ben I think Teke's... he's getting his, to be about, about as bad as he can be. <laughs> well, ben Teke's yeah. a funny one like that, though. He was absolutely explosive when he started for Villa. Then he was terrible for ages. Then he picked up again and was really explosive again. Then he moved to Villa. What? So yeah. he's got that side in him where he does just drop off for long, long periods of time. I, th- I think people. You're right. I think people do forget that he has been a bit, in, a bit sort of um, inconsistent. Mm. Well, he uh, moved to Villa time. twice. I can't the gym but just then. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something now. I'll tell you something now. Liverpool. No, sorry, I meant towards the end of his time. All oh, right. Sorry. Leicester are going to score probably if, if Liverpool play half as bad as they played against Watford at the back. Leicester are going to score between 19 and 21 goals. So Liverpool need to score 22 goals to win that game on Boxing Day. I'm telling you now. <laughs> It's going to be fun. That's lovely, that is. We're going to have to move on for the Premier League, although there's a lot more to talk about. We could win a good away win for Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, they've, they've picked up 11 points from a possible 15 and are unbeaten in five, yeah. so they're going great. James McLean described Jürgen Klopp as a bit of an idiot last week, didn't he? Which is... Yeah. yeah. Strong. Seems to be whereas, true of himself as yeah, well, he was a complete on one <laughs> in, the, in that game. Oh, we could mention Harry Kane's goal for Spurs. What a lovely ah. one that was. Mm. Yeah, we could mention uh, that. But yeah, oh, the Premier League not disappointing yet no, again. Really it's the best league in England. without. <laughs> a, well, maybe not the Championship. Uh, let's go on to the Championship. Then Brighton finally lost the game. Yeah. Um, and was that because Jose Mourinho was watching on, supporting his uh, old friend? and uh, <laughs> He's old, destabilizing old, everyone. Yeah, old did Karenka. He, did he, uh, was, that, was he spotting a new haircut or was that the week before? The, uh, he's got like a crew Something cut shit. for the weekend, <laughs> Like uh, shorn job, it off you? like well, a shame Japanese woman. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Great win for Middlesbrough. Great win for Middlesbrough away to Brighton. They were fantastic. Now. I saw that game and They've I was very, purpose. very impressed with them. The Borough have purpose, I feel. I know Brighton had a few players missing, but for Middlesbrough to go there to an undefeated team and they were, t- you know, got serious designs of, of winning that division and yeah. beating them so soundly. Yeah. And soli- soli- like at the back, they were so solid. Like yeah. Solidity-wise, they were fantastic. Well, they were very close and, last year, of course. I think the thing with teams like, like Middlesbrough and teams like Derby as well that have you know, consistently missed out for a bit, they just feel like, well... It'll be our time if they get promoted, and then they get promoted, yeah. and then they get promoted, and then there'll be no one left to challenge us. And that, it does actually seem to work like that sometimes. They're just the best of what's left. It's, it is a great division, but the Premier League feels a bit like the Championship this season. Little, I mean, yeah. it's so under, unpredictable. You go, you look at the Championship results um, last season, particularly was it was fairly bad. Like you see, like a team second or third at home on like a ten-game winning streak mm. against a bottom of the league. And they'll get beat like three yeah. 0 <laughs> so How is that happening? And that's what the Premier League feels a bit like at the moment. It does a bit, yeah. Um, I did like Mourinho went into the away dressing room at, uh, down at Brighton uh, to congratulate the Middlesbrough players, and he had a chat jinx. with Chris. Don't jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of it. <laughs> yeah. He had a chat with Chris Hutton, who said of meeting Mourinho, he certainly enjoyed the game and is very good friends with Ito. Hence the reason he was here. It was good for him to see me afterwards. <laughs> do you reckon? He went, really? Do you reckon he walked in there going, "Oh, guess a job. <laughs> oh, I could do this easy." But I do, do not. Do, do you not think? It's a good thing that Brighton lost that unbeaten run because they've been sort of drawing games and kind of it seemed to be to deceive coming. a little bit. It was coming a bit of a um, monkey off the back. Isn't I, it? Th- I think that's probably what Karanka would have said to his mm. uh, said to his players. He said, "Right, come on, look at this lot. Give a, give Let's a... go down. Let's send a message. Yeah. <laughs> Let's send a big old message. Let's show them what they really actually yes. Like, haven't the Middlesbrough uh, team uh, released a sexy calendar for Christmas have for they? the steel workers, which is a really well, nice thing re- to do. They've released yeah. the calendar. Let's all decide individually <laughs> if, it's sexy, if it's sexy or not. It's sexy than the steel workers, I imagine." They did one. Good lord. Oh, that's, yeah. That sounds flipping delightful. Um, uh, we're going to be uh, talking briefly about uh, some European footballing. Well, of course we have been, but uh, mm-hmm. on the continent European footballing action after this. Watch out now, it's getting too hot to handle the screens. Three's coming even falls 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Oh, this isn't the last show before Christmas that we're doing, by the way, guys and girls. The preview show will be out on Christmas Eve, sponsored by Bet365, of course. Yeah, previewing the Boxing Day games, of course. Yeah, so you of course. Listen to that while you're tucking into your... Well, not while you're tucking into your turkey, that would be a bit rude, but at <laughs> some point in the afternoon, when you have that lull on Christmas Day, perhaps, yeah. when the, the good film you want to watch hasn't started yet, you feel a bit dozy after your Christmas lunch, maybe listen to it then. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or, or right. you can do it secretly if you've got one of those little Bluetooth speakers for Christmas. Why would you do it, it secretly? Why are you bringing technology into it again? <laughs> why, are you, why are you having your turkey? It's yeah, fine. Yeah, why are you not, you Luddite? Yeah. 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 We're literally on a podcast, Luke. What are technology? <laughs> <laughs> I got my tickets for uh, Newcastle Everton on Boxing Day. Not on the te- No, it's on the telly. It's on the telly. Yes. Yeah, it's 5.30. Yes. Genuine. That's like, a guaranteed one point at least. Then. I'm actually going to Arsenal Newcastle on the is it 2nd of Jan. Before you move on to European, I just wanted to make a little mention about Paul Clement, if you don't mind. Yeah, go on. He's obviously guided Derby into second place. He has, yeah. run. Started quite... Um, had a fairly difficult start. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would like to make some sort of like loosely based Morstradamus prediction about Paul Clement. Don't do it. Which No, I want to. I've, I've been thinking about it. I think because of the context... Is this got... a proper one? Yes. Is this the next one? No, it's up to you to oh, decide. Is it or isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's literally up to you to predict. It's true. But, uh, and then it happens or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I give you the prediction, I want you to know... Is it, I want you to... to, to, to you to, want to, us to affirm it, and if yeah, we do... No, no, I want, you to, I want to know if it's concrete enough and if it's focused enough to be an official you want our opinion for it to become Paul Clement will do well at Derby and he 
continue to do so. And I think with the contacts he's got in the game and the history he's got in coaching, at some point, I think he's going to be picked for quite a big job in the pro... <laughs> Uh, you, haven't, you haven't let me finish. That's the Clement <laughs> Cannon. And he's going to be bad at it and be fired fairly early on. That's far too vague. That's what I like. Football's, 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 football's. Yeah. Like, That's oh. what I was checking with you, because if it's too vague, then, then fine. Yeah, I won't which make big it club? One. All right, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Have a think. Okay, the club is the go-to. That's all you needed to do. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, do okay. it, no, because I like the sound of this. Okay. Do the numbers and come back next week. All right. All right. I, I'm going to do one. Oh, do not one. you yeah. as well. Sanchez, manager. Going to be the next big managerial <laughs> hot guy Who, on Keke campus. Yeah, he's, he's managed Atletico Madrid. Yeah, yeah, no, but he's in the pr- no. He's going to be the next big Pep Guardiola, big European manager. Do you think? Not as big as Pep. Where's he going to go next? Then I don't know. Oh, it's all right for him to be vague. Yeah, um, I, I think he's speaking to you. <laughs> On this side of the desk, I'm All pressing right. the buttons. I've got one for you then. On the base, hang on, what is Kike happening? Kike Sanchez Flores, Kike Sanchez Flores, and um, Paul, Paul Clement are going to star in an 80 star body swap comedy <laughs> at some point between now and 2025. Okay, we'll All right, it's fine. Jim, uh, you're over right. the weekend. Yeah, uh, there will be a number of throw-ins in some games. Good. Wrong, Good. solid, safe. Wrong. All right. Well, uh, wrong. now I said that we were going to go to the continent. Yes, we are. After a little mensch for the Scottish Premiership, we haven't mentioned it for a while. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that um, the Hearts were beaten by the Dons last week and you didn't mention that. That was last week. Yeah. <laughs> was so move. long ago. They had a good point away to St. Johnson having... Uh, been put down to ten. Put down to ten. Down really dark. Dear me, taking a long, lonely walk <laughs> your, to the your, vet. Your beloved Gorgie boys also play Celtic next week. They might do. Mm. They do. I'm well, Celtic just got beat two one at home by the Well. They did. Yeah, they did. Mother Well are here. And and uh, and, and it's, but Aberdeen they gained ground on Celtic after the Dandies won. So uh, again, well, the Dandies beat Kilmarnock four 0 away. I tell you in, what, they're in, only one point off Celtic. Okay, Celtic have a game in hand. But they play each other in February. Absolutely, and, and it's, that was Derek McInnes's hundredth game in charge of Aberdeen as well. Four 0 win away. What a way to celebrate! I tell you what, McInnes <laughs> is doing a great job there. All the leagues around Europe, apart from League Ur, all the top leagues are, are pretty spicy. They are. Mm. Although Atletico Madrid missed their their chance. Let's move on to one of those spicy ones. Serie A. Uh, I quite like this former Middlesbrough and Italy forward Massimo Macaroni. You remember him, Baldy? Mm. Still bald. I remember him. Did yep. he score? A, did he score the first competitive goal at New Wembley? For no. Italy under twenty one. He did score a goal for Italy under twenty ones against England under twenty ones, but it wasn't that. Okay, I don't think. Didn't so. he absolutely? It was a great goal. It was a great goal, but yeah, that was in Italy, I think. Sorry. Okay. When uh, Middlesbrough came close to winning the UEFA, they got to the final. Yeah, he scored. Right, yeah. Yeah, he scored. When they used to crash bang wallop teams in the yeah. last sort of 10, 15 minutes, yeah, he would often get on the goal. Yeah, Basel. Yes, I think it was. He scored really late on. Possibly did, yeah. twice. Yeah, oh, yeah he brilliant. was. It was a pretty average, other than that, wasn't it? It's yeah. a weird thing. He's that thirty-six. Suddenly, like he also, Superman. He also cost a lot of money. Mm. He's thirty-six. I still think that oh, he's going to come good. Yeah, you know, he's I one of those. Was Shadow Ramiobi, the prospect. <laughs> Pete, uh, macaroni's one of your uh, notable legs as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll put it on the list. No, I'll put it in the in the egg box. Update the spreadsheet. He is thirty-six. He scored a double for his side against Bologna on the weekend, which is quite impressive. Mm. And uh, when celebrating his first goal of the match, he ran over to a supporter who handed him a pint of which uh, he took a swig from. Good man. Mm. Can you do that? Well, I did. I did think this. He, he, scal- he cheered. He scolded th- uh, somebody and then uh, and then had a little had this, a little sip. Which English team had this in uh, a pre-season friendly? Was it Bolton? Oh, well, it happened. You remember this a number of yeah, years ago in the USA, wasn't it? I believe so, Jim. Yeah, I forget who it was though. Yeah, because I mean, this was an Empoli away to Bologna. One of the things. Kind of stuff. This was a pre-season, and he ran over and had a swig, and he got. Mm. Well, did he get a fine from it for the club? I can't remember. Because they're like, no, you can't drink on the job. I, I, just, th- I just think if you're going to do it, just drink it all. 
That's what Dave Goldie won. Damn it. What? You're mm. playing for Empoli. <laughs> <laughs> very different pro- um, profession. Empoli. <laughs> One of the things that annoyed me about this was that you sent the link around to watch this, Marcus. I didn't actually see it. And I clicked, yeah, on, would you? I, I clicked on the video. And it was and two women. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Speller. Swigging. And I was like, Marcus, you know I don't like watching videos of women. Uh, no, and, and it was blocked by the official um, league... Uh, by an official like, Serie A appeal oh, so wow. we own the rights to this man drinking a pint on the side like, well, come on do me a favour it's Christmas I want to watch it you didn't it. ban yeah. it quick enough because I saw it I tell you football's gone this too happened, far and you turned off your screen and then you saw the reflection of a man drinking a pint <laughs> <laughs> and I blocked myself on medical grounds but I tell you what now image rights have gone too far if one man can't watch another man drinking a pint at Christmas yeah. that's what I'm saying that's what football is founded on yeah. that uh, is literally my image right yeah, yeah. That's, that's what true. I'm selling uh, Roma they've finally got a win uh, against uh, Genoa 2-0 a vital win as it was rumoured that uh, if Roma lost Rudy Garcia may have been given the boot there was talk that they offered the job to Mourinho or they were going to Um, but when they scored the first one it was good to see this all the players ran over to him and, and embraced him you see, there's none of that Chelsea player-manager divide there. Would have it's funny, when Mourinho was at Inter, or might have been just after he left, he said, I love Inter, but I hate Italian football. Oh, now you're sniffing around. <laughs> <laughs> Tables have turned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Rome, it's my favourite. <laughs> did you see Edin Dzeko got sent off for telling the referee yeah. to F off? Yeah. It looked like he said that. It did, mm. and it was a really instantaneous sending off as well. Yeah, because he probably didn't think the referee could understand English. Yeah, and I understand that point, but can there be a human, a Westerner alive that doesn't understand what F off means? <laughs> Whether you speak English or not. Uh, it's, it's great stuff. But yeah, it's Serie A. I mean, Inter are top at Christmas, but Juve, they've, they've come back. They're only three points behind yeah. them, but four points separate first and fifth. Benucci scored a magnificent own goal towards the end he of that did. one. He Proper did. Proper sort of karate um, kick by accident. <laughs> Former Ramble favourite, Felipe Melo. Yeah. Oh, that was a fantastic karate <laughs> kick. The, the opposite <laughs> of Melo. <laughs> Felipe violent. Yeah. yeah, that if you haven't seen that setting off uh, <laughs> Inter against Lazio, my goodness. Golden bin again. He's going to get the golden bin again. <laughs> Another Street Fighter 2 reference. That was Chung Lee. It was. Sort of stuff, Jim. Chung Lee. Yeah. It was like his foot, if it's the one I think I saw, it was, it was his foot stuck to his face. Yeah, oh, my right. goodness. His foot it, stayed up there way longer yeah. than the rest of his body. Yeah, yeah. It's really quite impressive. quite impressive, really, if you think about <laughs> it. You think about it. Latinesque. Um, oh, big Scores are back to him in La Liga. Yeah, uh, Real Madrid ten. Good God, Real Vallecano two. Bale got a haul, Benzema got a hat trick, and, and Raudo only got the double. He'll it's be, be self flagellating that night. Yeah. <laughs> how, how annoyed would he be? Oh, very annoyed. Genuinely, how annoyed would he be? I was be? annoyed with though. I was annoyed with um, Sky Sports for not being able to uh, um, accommodate the ten font in their score. Oh, how did they do it? <laughs> they had to change the font to a smaller one to fit the two digits in. Rubbish. Did the game the other day go to hundred minutes? Uh, not sure. Not sure. I think they're covered for that. They did, didn't it? it? Yeah, a Premier League covered for that, though, aren't they? Oh, they are. But that was. But do you remember the first time it happened? Arsenal Mm. at home to Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I get a man thing. in the crowd to, Listen, to stand <laughs> up with a zero. If Sky Sports yeah. aren't providing the score thing, then whoever is providing it needs to have a look at themselves. Because <laughs> as soon as soon as, um, as soon as the second player was sent off after about half an hour, they should have been making contingency plans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and can I just also say, while, while the um, the first, obviously, I don't know if people didn't see it, Ravo kind of had two players sent off within half an hour. Lovely old first yeah, half. Yeah, they were winning. They were two one up. Two one up. One point in that game, Viacano were two one up. Yeah, and I think Real Madrid fans were booing. Yeah, and then they went on to concede the next nine. <laughs> it's the 
second time as well of late that Benzema scored a hat trick and not been the player that scored the most goals <laughs> no, in the yeah. game. Yeah, ridiculous. I, 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 what I was going to say was the first setting off was definitely a red. It was a rash. Challenge. It was awful. Five feet, two it was feet. awful. But the second one, it's like the referee. I know this isn't in the laws of the game, and it never will be. But the referee has seen a player who's also already on the booking, mm. and he's committed a fairly innocuous foul in the penalty area, which has been punished with a penalty, mm. and then he's given him a second yellow and sent him down to nine men yeah. at Real Madrid. Yeah. They're already going to get battered. Luke, Who wins here? You always say it's if it's Last in the rules. Last week I said more yellows <laughs> in the penalty area. It'll only happen once a week. It'll only happen that one week. You can never stop. You know what? And Real Madrid put a marker down. That's what happens. Yeah. Gareth Bale put the ball on the top of his Christmas tree, which I thought was nice. Like kicked it on. That's really impressive. One of the goals. Was a fan, I forget which one it was, but it's a bell header. Yeah. And it was a, one of the crosses of the that season. Danilo, two, I think, Danilo's cross was, was three fantastic. Two, was Gen- genuinely, that 10 tail goal, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching all those goals. I can't be asked. That was an <laughs> early one. At least there was oh, a good one early. Yeah. I got Chris's shot on it. Click on the highlights for the art, oh, six minutes. Long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see, after the game, the Rayo Vallecano manager said, like, this is terrible. It's, it's mm. not good for, for La Liga. It's not good for us. It's not good for Real Madrid. It's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty happy with it. Actually, to be fa- to be fair though, as, as it was uh, as it was said, you know, Real Madrid they they broke the kind of unwritten or unspoken rule of not hammering teams. Yeah, I don't think you should be doing that. No, I, I, do you remember oh, when I Alex Ferguson's Manchester United beat Arsenal eight yeah. two? Ferguson was actually a little bit. Embarrassed is too strong a word, but he was a little bit regretful that they'd scored eight. He said, "Yeah, yeah. no, once we'd scored a, a you know a certain amount, we we don't need to do that." Oh, and forget in, that. Yeah, I disagree. And with in that. Italy, that. even having been on the end of that, yeah. fine. Yeah. What do you think? Like, 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 no, no, I mean, I think it's, it's fair enough. Like, well, like, in well, Italy, Jim remembers our four, your four nil uh, win at Newcastle at uh, halftime. I've seen that one turned out. But well, there's a, there is a culture in Italy, certainly, of not hammering teams like that. You seldom get big scores. I know Inter beat Sassuolo in nine or was it eight? I mean, there's also a fairly well-established match-fixing tradition. You don't want to draw undue attention to yourself, yeah. do you? Yeah. You yeah. Do you remember Ica Casillas? Well, it could be, but do you remember Ica Casillas told the ref not to add on any extra time when Spain were 4 0 up against Italy in the Euro 2012 uh, that's, final? That's a nice gesture, but nice it's not, gesture. Gesture. Again, yeah, not his the rules. decision. Yeah. We've already won this. Can we get on with it? Yeah. I wanted the trophy. And then when, when Rangers played the Hearts at Ibrox once, Hearts had four men sent off. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Well, that's one away mm. from it being abandoned. Isn't yeah. It, it is, yeah. yeah. But Hearts had four men sent off. This was a number of years ago in the 90s. And for 20 minutes, they, they, they played the game with only seven men. And Rangers only the Rangers did score one goal. Old, old Coisty couldn't help himself. <laughs> 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 I've yeah. yeah, yeah. celebrating like a wild man. <laughs> like, was it, was it when, like, when Robbie Fowler missed that penalty on purpose and back at it rammed in the rebound? <laughs> He missed it on purpose. He keeper still saved it. No, but he, he Fowler said to the referee, no, I remember. I'm not, that wasn't a free kick, it's not a penalty. And the referee was given the penalty and Fowler took, took a tame penalty and the keeper easily saved it, but he could only parry it and McAteer just steamed in like 100 miles out, <laughs> and it, like roofed it. If he, if he really wanted to, to miss the penalty, he'd just stuck it over the bar, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. still, it's still funny though. It, it is still funny. It yeah. is still funny. So yeah, <laughs> uh, a big score in Spain there. Shame uh, Letty missed the chance to go top mm. of Christmas, but, but there we are. Um, but Barcelona, they were away... Uh, uh, in the World Club Cup, they beat River Plate three 0 Easy peasy. Yeah, it's the big one. Really, yeah. They won the first game three 0 didn't they? As well. That was Messi in the semi, and, was it? Yeah, Messi and uh, Neymar were missing. Don't matter. Three 0 Suarez yeah. got a hat trick. He did. They Get one did. for you. No, Get one for Suarez you. Suarez didn't score a hat trick. He did in the no, semi final. Oh, the semi. Sorry, apologies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, one of the things about um, I, I don't follow as much South American club football as perhaps uh, some, and I didn't realize Marcelo Gallardo was the manager of River, River Plate. Oh, nice. He's a really enjoyable uh, attacking midfielder to watch in the nineties. Yeah. He's a member of. I think he was a member of the '98 World Cup squad for Argentina. Would have been very enjoyable player to watch. American players in the Barcelona team, so like they looked incredibly motivated for that. It's, it's funny whenever Neymar plays against like an Argentine. 
training team because I just want to stick one on him, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to kick the absolute Jesus out of him whenever they it can. Wasn't, it wasn't on um, telly in, in England anyway, was it? Was it not? I watched the highlights on, mm. on, online. Mm. Mm. Danny Alves, though, equaled Pele as the Brazilian with the most official trophies won in football. That's How astounding. Many? 29. Is that more than Ryan Giggs? Because Ryan Giggs got the European player record. He, he took, has, it, he took it from... There's a little bit of pub, uh, pub tri- trivia for you. I know the answer to the, this. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it to the listeners. Absolutely. They can go to the pub over Christmas. <laughs> yeah. The player that Ryan Giggs took um, uh, the record for um, the most <laughs> Great pub trivia. Is, uh, uh, oh, God. All right, all right, all right. Ryan Giggs, I'll do it another way. Yeah. Ryan Giggs has yeah. the record for the most trophies won for a European club player. Is that still? <laughs> Uh, who did they steal it from? The answer is, well, he steal it. He took it. Yeah. He took it from Vitabaya, the famous uh, goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. yeah Portuguese. There you go. Portuguese. In my mind, that would have gone smoother, but that's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> another right. jingle. <laughs> Thanks. There you go. And now it's time for highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. Jingle. Mm. Let's have a jingy. That's the same one. <laughs> it's sort of half of the um, same one. Should we do it again? Have you got another one ready? Uh, Hang on, wait for it. Hi, this is my friend Daphne, I, I, and I'm Celeste. Oh, dear. You're just playing songs. It's your highlights. I'm filling the gaps myself. Yeah, Don't worry thank about you. it. Yeah. Um, what have we got here? <laughs> Sean Howe emailed in. I, I sort of take an email. I normally take it mm. on Facebook, but I took an email this time. Sean Howe, he says, the highlight of the week for me was Mourinho ending Brighton's unbeaten record <laughs> with his mere presence. Yeah. <laughs> it's good effort. With his um, Christmas presents. Do, do we talk a bit about the bed sheets? At, um, uh, um, Jim touched on Stanford it. Yeah. Bridge. Well, the reason I'm saying that, Jim, not to, not to go back over old grounds, because a lot of people got in touch saying they very much enjoyed the terrible signs at Stanford mm, Bridge. Yeah. So, I mean, you can mention that if you want. One of them was... <laughs> one of them... He, he met the, the girl who, who did it on the bed sheet put Hazard but the way she spelt it and the angle the sheet was at on the camera looked like Izzard like Eddie Izzard who's <laughs> <laughs> in it yeah. was she pro or against his mayor or run yeah why was she complaining about Eddie Izzard um, what else we've got James Well says as a Sunderland fan I'm still reeling from the giant stitch up from the football gods we would have beaten Chelsea and Ringham still in charge um, what else have we got here Duncan Copeland says being so bemused by the new polished media trained pards that I had to Google Pellegrini's shut your noise incident. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I spent a glorious drive home from remembering the good old days. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag travel. Actually, actually, one of the highlights of the week was definitely Lee Chong Young's goal for Crystal Palace. Yeah, beauty. Whoa, what, what, a... what did Pardew say about that? That would have woken up the whole of Asia. Yeah. Didn't he say? I mean, it depends on the time zone. <laughs> Does he think yeah. Asia's got about 20 people in it? Yeah. And it's <laughs> only one, one time zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a big old continent, yeah. to be honest. It's the biggest one, yeah. some mm. may say. Yeah. Some may say, Jim, have you got a highlight? You look like you do. Uh, no, what I do have is a website round that. Oh, right, before you I do that, well, we haven't. Go on. Yeah. Well, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's obviously not a highlight in the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn me back is that on. A jingle or a mistake? <laughs> leave, <laughs> that, leave that to the end. I know what you're going to say, and I endorse this. Thank you very much. Um, it's, a, it's a sad point, but uh, it's still, you know, highlights don't have to be positive. They're standout moments, of course. It's obviously remembering the life of Jimmy Hill. Yeah, great. Yeah. And what he did for the game of football. I mean, he divided opinion a lot with, with his own opinions, <laughs> um, but uh, a, a life less ordinary. These days, lots of people use the word, uh, or the term, sorry, proper football man, mm-hmm. for people like Tim Sherwood, and it basically has become a sort of byphrase for doesn't really like yeah. computers and uh, hates <laughs> stats and tactics. Or, or is someone who's a little bit of, uh, you know, a bit sexist and has, yeah. has been done by yeah. that. No, no, he's a proper football man. But it should be used about the late, great Jimmy Hill, who, yeah. who, who, who's, who's the father 
there are so many innovations in yep. the modern game mm. would just not be the same without him. And I would wonder how many players playing now know how much they owe to that man. Spot on. And he, he deserves the, he the, did, the, the warmest of tributes. Yep. He did so many things for football in so many different facets of it. It's pretty rare that anybody has yeah. that much, th- that wide an influence. I think that like he, he was a staunch defender and uh, of, of football's rights. And I think more than anything well, else, it had he to was, be done. By the way, yeah, he was. He was. A, I think he was a, probably a businessman first before mm. he was before he was even a football player. Probably entertainer first. So, someone, then... someone also said. Um, someone also said a very interesting point I felt, which which was underplayed in the media, which was Jimmy Hill was a great ideas man, and lots of people think they're great ideas man, but he mm. actually was. But not only that, it's fine to have ideas, but he was a man who was very very adept at. Uh, Pushing them through to fruition, mm, actually yeah. seeing them, and, and well, he was, was, was incredibly loquacious when it came to actually explaining mm. why this would benefit the game, almost to his detriment. I mean, the flipping tour of you know apartheid in yeah, South Africa, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. You know, he's a very complex man who who backed players before he would back anything else. One of the great stories I heard about him, uh, which is, uh, perhaps particularly uh, highlights his mischievous style, was that um, someone, a journalist, whoever it was, I think it might have been someone on Five Live, old older journalist, saying that back in the day mm. he went to see, uh, I think it was a game at Coventry. Jimmy Hill was obviously there, and he said uh, Jimmy Hill called Jimmy Hill called him into the into the uh, his office before the game and said, "Come and look at this," and he showed him, um, and it was a load of kits with the first ever sponsors logo on it, oh, yeah. and the, the journalist was like. You know, the FA are going to go mad. And he was like, yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to implement this. I, I yeah. love that yeah. clip. And on. he did it, and he did it. Oh, and, he now did. and now it's the rigueur. Of course, yeah. I, I love that clip of him on Fancy Football with Badil and Skinner when he's explaining how he likes to have a, more of a passing philosophy and play attractive football. Oh, yeah, and they yeah, stitch him up beautifully with that. And they and they reel him in, and he's going, yeah, yeah, you like to play expansive football, all this kind of stuff. And they went, okay, we're just going to play this clip of you giving a team talk. <laughs> and there is a team talk with a tactics board. And one of the guys says, he's talking about the, the centre-backs and he's going so the centre-back gets it play it all the way up top to the front man and he goes well what about playing it through the midfield he goes no no I'm not worried about that as long as the, <laughs> he goes as long as the ball clears everybody in the centre and goes all the way up front man. it's such a great have a look at that on YouTube it's such a lovely one it's excellent I agree it is it is Jim let's have a website roundup I do have a website from one gym to another from the always excellent Kelly Wells and this week Kelly uses the weekend highlights post to submit her application to proper football journalism via the Ramble <laughs> website yeah absolutely yeah, no need for it, Kelly. What are you doing? Boring. Um, Sesc Fabregas maintain. Uh, sorry, Sesc Fabregas manages to maintain a stiff upper lip while being flayed alive by Thierry Henry, or does he? I mean, I don't know if anyone's seen that. It is the most awkward thing in the world. <laughs> it's, this, it's this interview uh, for, for a Sky thing, or, no, a Facebook thing, I think, where it's um, Henry and Fabregas, and Henry just tearing the Chelsea players to pieces while Fabregas <laughs> is sat there. Very, very awkward. Uh, yeah, richly deserved. Yeah, understandably, but yeah. just argh. Javier Zanetti's questionable ball handling is, is examined, and the first. Four Four episodes of the 12 Rambles of Christmas sidle onto the site. Now, yeah, we're, we're putting up some old rambles, um, yeah. some favourites um, from, from down the years. They're on the website every day, so, so check them out. And they'll continue to appear over the festive period, which, given te- uh, Kelly's time management, is a Christmas miracle in itself. So that's Kelly at uh, Kelly underscore Wells for the always excellent Kelly Wells on Twitter. Uh, can I chuck in a um, highlight of the week? Yes. And it's a fresh highlight of the week. Oh, yeah. And it's a highlight of the week that... Had I not seen it, I mm. wouldn't have believed it. Yeah. This afternoon, mm-hmm. I was at work. Mm. Wow. Not going to tell you where I was working. No. Yeah. yeah wow. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, it was underground though. And uh, um, uh, cleaner is about to uh, walk through a doorway, uh, but there's a man on the other side. He opens the door. It's mm. Jamie Carragher, the footballer. Ah. Yeah. He lets the cleaner through, doing Tackles a nice her. thing. <laughs> he lets the cleaner through, doing a nice thing, and uh, she proceeds by whacking him in the face with a uh, Hoover. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> So what did he do? 
Uh, well, he's right, he just shook, shook, football. Shook, <laughs> shook it off, eyeballed me as if I'd, uh, yeah, as I was going to tell it. anyone. And I am going to tell everyone. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to yeah. tell. <laughs> Don't tell anyone about that, he said with his eyes. I wonder where on earth you were working. Yeah. yeah. I, I know. Wonder, I wonder where you were going with it, but I'm pleased it ended as yeah. it did. Mm, who yeah. in the face? Yeah, yeah, to just suck it up. The I thing suppose. about looking at Jamie Carragher is, I almost, uh, I nice. always, I always think it's I'm Robert Lee. That, that was a great guy. I, <laughs> I will happily talk over most of your output, Marcus, because to be quite frank. Great joke. Go on, say it. Great joke. Yeah, you can't. In the vacuum. What, what did he say? <laughs> oh, very good, Luke. You're so you missing them yeah, all. All right, yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, just all I'm asking. Just end the bloody show. Empty your bag and have done with it. Right. Just listen and learn. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the preview yeah. show sponsored by. I'm doing the plugs, man. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pipe down. Uh, the preview show will be out on Christmas Eve, as we've, we've already said. Um, uh, the main round will be back on the, on the 29th of December, so don't you worry, there is another one before the end of the year. And don't forget the Christmas special, mm. which you can download on iTunes or PayPal. I mean, we've practically plugged it so much to that death. we've told everyone exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, two, it's, it's, it's £2.49 on iTunes and footballramble.com. It's a lot of fun, and you will do worse in terms of buying things this Christmas than that. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> no. Probably. It's like a football <laughs> Ramble Secret Santa. It is. That's a great mm. way of describing Be- it. Secret banter. Secret banter. Yeah, there we are. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you know all the others. Yeah. Uh, emails and Twitters and all that kind of stuff. Um, at, at Football Ramble. At football Ramble. Football Ramble.com are the main ones. There you are. You see, and go to the website, the Football Ramble.com, as Jim has already said. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Bye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye from me. It's a Lester Fiesta.